Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So. Talk Recorded live. I'm in the call. All right. Hello, Robert. How are you today? Doing good. A little nervous. Funny enough. But uh, doing good. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, we've got some people with us on the call today. Um, we've got some participants who are going to be uh, joining the call as well. And I want to just go ahead and welcome everybody to the Cylogia Brown Bag. We do a monthly call hosted by the Cylogia School uh, where we discuss topics related to integral theory, its application, improving individual lives, and offering skill set opportunities for credential professionals as well as coaches and other types of health professionals. Uh, the Cylogia School is dedicated to the transformation of purpose and bettering people's lives through waking up, growing up, and showing up. And uh, we have several workshops that we run monthly. We have this monthly call where we're uh, in outreach to other types of health professionals, as well as running our own school located in Mesa, Arizona. Uh, again, my name is Wesley Fiquay. Today I'm joined with Robert Dick, and uh, we'll be taking you through the call. So, Robert, is there anything you'd like to, to add here before we get in? That you have to learn my new name. That's <laughs> right. So, so allow me to please introduce Robert A. Golden Dick to the Yes, because I, I, when I got married, I did hyphenate my, hyphenate my name, and it's so much more fun to be Bob A. Golden Dick in the world than it is to just be Robert. <laughs> I right, know that's so horrible, but I own it. So we'll call okay. you by your appropriate hyphen. Um, so maybe uh, you could just uh, give a little recap. We, uh, we had a call last month where we were discussing integral intake. And uh, maybe you can just refresh my brain and let you and I run through that together. Okay. The so territory the, we covered there. Yeah, so uh, a lot of what the focus was on was really kind of understanding um, the types of questions and um, that we might ask when we're getting to know somebody for the first time in a professional setting. Uh, we asked about, um, and then we equated those questions uh, to the four quadrants. Um, that comes with the integral theory. So we asked about subjective personal things, the I. We asked right. about the objective personal things, the it. We asked about the collective or the subjective collective things, which is the we. And we asked about the um, collective objective, which is the its. One moment. My boss is looking for something. Okay. Um, so we covered those things, and a, a lot of those questions you were going to get a, a highlight on um, as we go into today's call, um, and then how that would be kind of applied. So that gives a real, real brief overview of what we mm -hmm. hit last time. Um, we did talk about um, different types of questions, specific questions, uh, a little bit about why we ask the questions we ask, 
and how this all plays out together. Mm -hmm. Did I miss anything? I think that's a pretty good recap. Yeah, and then we wanted to demonstrate this week what an integral mock session might look like and sound like and how we'd be applying that particular vocabulary and skill set uh, to the professional toolkit. So I believe today we're doing a demonstration uh, of an integral interview with, you know, quote-unquote, a new client mm -hmm. and uh, looking at those facilitation skills and how we would be using an integral approach, right? Yep, that sounds about right to me. All right, fantastic. So I think this is where I'll turn it over to you and, uh, and move a little bit forward. But also, um, I think it's worth mentioning Go ahead and tell us a little bit about your professional status right now and what you're working towards. Okay. Well, um, I am a professional counselor in Tucson, Arizona. Um, I've been working with uh, Wesley for the better part of over a decade, actually. So for the better part of over a decade, whatever that means, um, to really learn and assess myself in integral theory so that uh, I've been able to recently integrate both uh, professional practice alongside of integral practice. Um, very, very soon everything, that part of my education will be done and over with behind me. And then coming up, what I'm starting to really work towards is the integral coaching. So while I have the therapy degree to work on those underlying issues that interfere with our ability to be successful in daily life, um, in the mental health realm of that, I'm also starting to build out into being able to help individuals work on the things that interfere in their life um, that keep them from their success and working towards their success um, in a much higher level, which is the integral coaching part. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I'm going with things. Okay. Um, all right. All right. So am I just taking over from there, or? We got more yeah, let's just have let's just have okay. you take over. I think that's a that's a great overview, and we go ahead and get started. We do have uh, Jacob on with us today, who's agreed to take the journey with us step by step. And okay. uh, I believe if we uh, if we have Jacob muted, we can unmute him. I don't, I don't think he's right now. Can you hear me? Yes. Is All that right. Yep. This is Jacob. Hi, Jacob. So you, you heard a little bit about where I'm at and things. Um, I'm glad, I'm happy that you're willing to participate with this. Um, so this is, I, I have a little caveat before we get going. Um, just as a reminder that this is a recorded call. I ask mm -hmm. that you be honest um, because even if you have a, a kind of a fake scenario background to run with, you know, the truth will still leak out. So I want to remind <laughs> you and everyone else that's listening that um, this is for education and training purposes, and and uh, you know we'll try and keep your anonymity to a certain degree. But um, and if there's something you're not comfortable with or with some type of answer, please let us know, and we'll leave it where it needs to be because this will be public information when it's done. Do you okay. still agree to play along? That I do. Okay, that's awesome. All right, so what we're going to do then um, is we're going to spend the next maybe 15, 20 minutes getting to know you. Um, I will be using the types of questions and, and stuff we covered in the last uh, phone call to really pull out some information from you. And then when, when we get to the end of the questions, um, and when I would start looking at like the treatment plan and, and what the assessment looks like, I'll start giving feedback on where we would go from there. So I'll throw out some ideas of what um, 
future treatment might begin from the integral perspective and then um, kind of do a conceptualization to make sure I hit on uh, a scope of who you are. Any questions before we get going? No, ready to go. Okay. So right off the bat, um, let me change my hat from presenter into <laughs> integral <laughs> therapist. It's, a, it's very helpful. Um, one, you know, really thank you for coming in and, and doing this with us. And um, so let's uh, get started. Um, so first and foremost, uh, uh, how's your mood today? How are you doing today? I'm pretty, well, just a regular day, I feel nothing super exciting. Just kind of going through the flow. Okay. What is a regular day like? Uh, I I don't live a regular day with you. Your regular mm -hmm. day might be different from mine. So what do you mean by it's a regular day? Uh, wake up and spend the morning routine, get a, a little workout, healthy breakfast, little meditation, always have music going. And then up to this point, yeah, this, this is where my day is actually starting when I'm done with my whole routine. This is just the first time in business. Okay. So I'm... Just as a clarification, I'm noticing with the call quality, I might be missing a few bits and pieces of what you say. So if okay. I misinterpret or reflect something inappropriately, let me know. Um, I'm um, yeah. definitely to correction as we move forward. Um, oh, that is the other piece of this tidbit, is that I am still learning how to really implement this. Um, and this is a caveat, not just for you, but for anyone who's listening, that you know, we're all going to make mistakes. We're all human beings. And that's part of growing and working on our imperfections to become more perfect which we will never do. So if I do cross some lines somewhere, I do apologize in advance. And right. I'm open to anyone reminding me where something needs to stop. Okay? Okay. All right. So um, tell me about, you know, what are your strongest emotions that you tend to feel during the course of maybe your day or your week? Hmm. I definitely have to say, like, excitement, joy, I can sometimes on my lower end hit sort of sadness or anxiety, a lot more anxiety, I'd say, over certain things. Okay. All right. Um, why don't you um, tell me about one of your most, your earliest memory? Um, and what I'm looking for is kind of like a snapshot. Um, so not really a story, not something that, you know, that used to happen all the time. Um, I want something specific, like... Um, when I was X years old and I was playing with an airplane and I threw it and mom was doing this, whatever. So something specific. So not something that's repetitive. And earliest memory you're saying, right? Yes. I'm having this vision of it was my birthday party and a while back, I can't even give an age, I'd say four, maybe five. I remember getting a animatronic Jurassic Park dinosaur as a toy from my aunt, and it's one of the coolest toys I've ever gotten. Okay. Um, the next question I have for you then is, uh, as you think about this memory, what's the emotion that comes up attached to it? I that, yeah, I have to say, like, excitement, like, in, just enjoyment. Okay. And if you had to retell this whole memory in one word, what would you use? Grateful. One more time? 
uh, grateful, thankful. Grateful? Okay. Awesome. Okay, so let's change gears. Um, do you have a spiritual practice that you're willing to share with us? Um, I usually try to do a meditation each day. That's, okay. I'd say, my biggest spiritual practice. I try and keep adamant. Okay. Are you, do you participate with any major religions or ma- even minor religions? Um, a little bit in Buddhism more than anything. Okay. That goes real right hand in hand with the meditation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really where it sparked my interest a while back. Yeah, okay. Uh, what kind of uh, meditation do you do? Um, um, I mean, just uh, I have a meditation track that I listen to, and I'll just sit, listen to them, and just stay open to whatever comes up. That's that's awesome. Um, I know meditation is a great tool. Uh, we use it in therapy all the time to help inspire insight into our own lives and you know resolution of issues that we haven't been able to handle on an emotional scale. So it's a, it's a great skill to have. Mm-hmm. A great tool. To have. Yeah, and on occasion I'll actually start off with something and then it will transition to whatever it needs to transition to. Absolutely. And transition, the, yeah, transition is the most important piece of of the work that we do to help ourselves grow. So that's awesome. Um, what kind of gifts and strengths do you have? Gifts mm. and strengths. I'm definitely the one that can bring good time and say, like, um, try whatever activities I'm jumping in, just engaging in that. Um, gifts and strengths. Yeah, a positive attitude, definitely. Looking to have fun. Okay. Uh, what I want to make sure I heard this correctly. I heard um, that you're one who really uh, brings the engagement to things and the fun. You've got the good attitude that goes with it. Yeah. Okay. Let me make sure I heard that right. Okay. So we're going to shift gears a little bit. Um, there's a lot more questions we might ask in this realm, but. Uh, Let's slide over to some more objective items. Um, do you have any history of mental health in your family? Not not yourself, but in your family. Not that I knew of. Not that you know of. Sometimes that's the mental health issue of itself. They're too happy all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Are you taking any medications for anything? I am not. No? Well, that's, that's excellent. Um, tell me about your sleep habits. You going to... Uh, about what time do you go to bed at night? What time do you get up in the morning? Is it peaceful? Is it restful? Um, I've actually changed gears in my sleeping habit. Like the past couple nights, I just have not been sleeping easy. I don't even know why. But like the week before that, I had some great sleep. I usually try and go to bed 10.30 to midnight, depending on what's going on. Um... And then usually I like to be up by 9.30, but sometimes work on the weekend and be up at 8 so I can be ready to go by 9. So it really just varies day to day, but I usually like to be up about 9, 9.30 to get my day gone. Okay. So you said when you said things have been different recently, how long is recent? I'd just say like last two to three nights. Going last two or three nights. A lot more dreams. 
lot more vivid dreams in these nights. When you wake up in the morning, do you still feel refreshed? Do you feel tired? Do you feel um, more able? What's kind of like when you first wake up? What's your thoughts about sleep at that point? Mm. I usually like, I know I need to get up, but yeah, these past couple days, it's been, I need a little more sleep. So I'll lie down for maybe half an hour, 25 minutes more. Okay. Would you say that you're kind of restless when you sleep? Yeah, the last couple of nights have been really restless. We've been really restless. Okay. Um, all right. So I'll maybe come back around to that um, here later on. Um, I heard you that you said that you do some exercise as part of your daily routine, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So what kind of things uh, do you do for your physical exercise? Um, well, I'll transition. I do it Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays now. And then it's a little three-body workout. So I'll start off with some stretches. I'll do some basic, I'll do some squats, push-ups, supermans, and some sit-ups. I'll hold them, a little bit of each, and I'll end with some yoga. And it usually takes okay. me about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Okay, that's pretty good, because uh, the the standard health is, uh, what, like uh, 20 minutes a day, even if it's not all at once, right? And you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, plus and sometimes twice that. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you, um, we'll switch gears one more time. Let's start talking a little bit more about what might be in the family. Um, mm. Okay. So um, how does your family express love and care and kindness in your home? I'd say it's a lot of them. Um, they look for, like, words, like, you know, you need to tell them that I love you and all that. Uh, say that one more time. I do apologize. They look for, you know, the verbal affirmations. But, I mean, I can definitely see a lot more action, but that's not necessarily what they're looking for. Okay. What about disapproval or anger? I feel a little more than that just because there's expectations that need to be met, and then, you know, if you don't need them, then there's a little bit, there's some of that lingering around. Okay. Um, give me three emotions that are encouraged in your family. Um, I want to say, like, drive, you know, do what you need to do. can't do the emotion there. Okay, say so that one more time. Again, the call quality is, is disruptive. It's just emotions are in, like, drive, do what you know you need to do type emotion. I can't think of what that would be exactly. Okay. And then what about three emotions that are not encouraged or discouraged in your family? Well, uh, this is a finish up with the encouragement there. Um, okay. Acceptability. And then... Third encouraged emotion. Acceptance. Okay. Well, it's kind of the same thing. It's like acceptability, right? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Is there any other emotions that are discouraged in your family? Anger. Sadness. Okay. Well, that's three. So that's good. Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, what does family values mean to you? 
Mm-hmm. It means the entire unit bringing that connection between all of us, not just, you know, between... I mean, there's, there's obviously there's a sibling connection, a parental connection, but being that acting as a unit, a whole family unit. Okay. Um, what is your family's opinion about spirituality? A little on the stricter side of the Catholic, but very this is but spiritual and kind of that. You know, a little more religious spiritual than anything. Okay. Would you say that they're? I'm just want to make sure I kept this correctly. Or would are they atheist or agnostic or do they have a religion practice or because you say stricter and that can have a wide range of ideas. Right. No, it's just a, I'd say the you know go to church every Sunday type spiel. Okay. Is that like a an area of discontent with you kind of leaning more towards being Buddhist in the meditation as opposed to what you grew up with? Yeah. Okay. Do you guys have arguments about that or discussions? We had discussions. A little bit of arguments, but more just like discussions. I didn't really discuss. I felt more like, you know, a lecture than anything. Okay. So, um, switching gears, what do you think is the most important moral issue in your life? Can you clarify on that? Let's say it one more time. Can you clarify on that? Okay. Um, well, everyone is raised with uh, morals and ethics, and, and under the definition of morals, this is kind of our personal belief of what is right and wrong um, versus ethics, which is kind of our communal um, idea of what is right and wrong. Okay. So um, in a my moral own, question. Hmm? My own personal moral, right? Yeah, yeah. So, what you, yeah, so what is the most important moral issue currently in your life? Hmm. Resisting the urge to go off the handle on some of my roommates and friends. I'm going to make sure I heard you quickly get off the handle with your roommates and friends. Resisting to go off the handle with them. How does that impact your your relationship with them? Uh, It. I feel like it makes me tone down a little bit when I'm around them. Then I don't want to have that like vibe of I need to you know, get in your face and what for. Okay. All right. So let me change one more time. And so I'm bringing up my cheat sheets as we go here. So I apologize. Um, what kind of community involvements do you have right now? Do you do anything in like government, either city or state? Um, are you employed, self-employed, or unemployed? Going to school, teaching, um, anything in healthcare, that sort of stuff. Uh, being in the community, I actually just recently got a job at the Boys and Girls Club, so that's like immediately putting me in that community of school and you know being a good leader and all that. 
Otherwise, um, I do a community functions with the Psychology School. I work with the um, the workshops that we have, and just you know, being in that community as well. Okay. Uh, tell me about the neighborhood you grew up in. It was a very good neighborhood. I'd say it was barely on the edge of the ghetto. So I mean, across the streets, a little different than us, but it was a very safe. Friendly neighborhood. Knew my neighbors. Had friends in the neighborhood, like two streets down. It was a very, it was a very safe, friendly neighborhood. Okay, excellent. And uh, what's your current occupational goal? Kind of, what do you want to do to contribute into the world um, as you go further into your adulthood? You know, I've put a lot of thought towards that, and there's just so many things I want to do that I've never really narrowed it down to one specific thing. Okay, so what kind of the top few choices? Well, right now with the whole Boys and Girls Club, that's a very fulfilling job. Like, I am enjoying that very much. And then I also work with uh, the Mark Resource Center down here, so I spend my weekends taking care of guys with mental and physical disabilities. And so that's another, that's just Another aspect of what I like to do is just helping people out and having fun with them. Okay. Right. What kind of support system do you have? Um, friends, family, um, maybe community liaisons, if you, in this case, it might be a question about uh, parole officers, um, maybe a foster family, that sort of thing. What kind of support system do you have? I'd say I have a very large support system. Everybody in the Sologist School definitely each individual supports in a different way. And also my family, they are a big support system for me because they're always like, they're the, they're the reminders of like, you need to get this done and this, pay attention to this type deal. So I mean, I have a very broad support system, I feel. Excellent. I'm, I'm glad that you've got so many people that are participating in a good way in your life. So the, the last question I have before we kind of switch gears into where we might go from here is um, when you're out in the community, where is a good safe place that you can relax and be kind of with yourself? And So outside the home, outside a friend's mm -hmm. home, somewhere that is considered public, where, you, where would you go to be safe and relaxing? I'd say like um, parks. So I can, you know, get some physical activity, but also, like, fine. And just, just have fun on the playground. It's just one of my favorite things to do. That's awesome. So you go to one that you can actually play on the equipment or just kind of hang out and watch other people play? No, I, I go and play on the equipment, whatever, whatever fits me anyway. <laughs> okay. Excellent, excellent. So um, you answered a lot of questions. Uh, we talked about... Uh, both your moods and your emotions. We talked about memories. We talked about the spiritual practice. We talked about your family a lot. Um, we asked mm -hmm. you some other questions. We talked about kind of your recent sleep history, um, kind of what drives you, where you're going. Um, and you've given me a lot of information. And uh, from this, you know, it sounds like everything's, for the most part, a lot of things are really going good for you. Um, mm -hmm. If you were to be in either therapy or coaching, um, what would be the biggest thing that you'd want to focus on right now? Uh, working on having a romantic relationship. 
Is it working on having a, re- a romantic relationship? Yeah. Yeah, I've never been in a relationship, and that's just one thing. It's like always in desire. And lately it's been, you know, a very forthcoming thought on me. Okay. Well, it, from everything you've told me and, and combining that with uh, your immediate goal, one thing I'm going to ask you is uh, just to clarify, because um, when you're talking about your family history and your, your current relationships that you already have, um, I kind of get the sense that maybe you feel like you've been handed a lot, because you don't, you don't give off the sound that you had to really struggle for um, kindness or affection or connection with people um, compared to maybe people who are across the street in the ghetto. Does that sound about right for kind of your experience of your life? Yeah, I can definitely see that. I've always been kind of a guy that just gets along with everybody. I mean, I, which kind of hindered me a little bit, but I've gotten over that. But like just that, I'm just kind of an all-around guy. Yeah, so um, that can play havoc in our ability to build a, re- a romantic relationship. Yeah, exactly. A romantic relationship is about uh, very much about the give and take, the balance of kind of giving up part of who you are for them while they give up part of who they are for you. And if we use your history as a guide, you're kind of waiting a lot for things to come in your direction. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like, <laughs> what it sounds like to me is that you're the kind of guy who wants somebody who will really be your partner, who will be encouraging to you, but at the same time, that kind of person is going to be waiting for you too. And if you're both waiting in the same room and neither of you can take the initiative, it's going to be hard to see that match up. Yeah, you know, I definitely see that. Okay. So that's definitely what we would go for then is um, maybe we'd start looking at some relationship assertiveness skills. Mm. And not so much to tell your prospective partner how to be in the relationship, but how to tell yourself to be in the relationship. Yeah, I've definitely thought about that, like some books on it. And it helps okay. me a little bit. There's still obviously some work there. Yeah, so what we do is, and, and from the therapeutic standpoint, we kind of dive a little bit more into your relationships with your siblings. Do you have any brothers and sisters? I have a younger sister and a younger brother. Okay, so we'd look at your relationship with them. We might look at your relationship with your parents a little bit just to kind of get an idea because those are going to be your closest relationships and family. And then we'll start looking at some of your closest relationships with your friends and see what's in common and what's not so that we can kind of figure out how you handle a romantic relationship in the future. We'd also probably ask some of them to participate in practicing some of those connection skills um, so that when you do find someone that you're attracted to, you have everything you need to be able to present yourself authentically and wholly and at the same time without being overbearing or coming off as needy. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see all those. Okay. So let's go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and close the demo. Um, all right. And I'm going to open up, before we, before we have Wesley jump in or anyone else jump in, I want to open up to you to mm-hmm. kind of tell the callers, or the callers, the listeners, um, what you thought about this process that we just went through. So if you could recap from your perspective, kind of what worked, what didn't work, that sort of thing, and how you felt about it. Mm. I'd say it worked pretty well. You 
open my eyes to a little bit more of what just the whole relationship thing is definitely what I could work on and what I could ask others to help me work on. And, I mean, yeah, I'd say it worked very well. I I can't think of anything that really didn't work. I mean, every question I feel has its own purpose as to what could have issues in your life. Definitely, it, it's a really well-rounded. Yeah, and, and that's the part of being the integral type uh, of work is to be well-rounded to get that whole picture. Mm-hmm. So let's do this then. Um, let's open the floor. If somebody has a question for either uh, for either of us, um, they welcome to ask that question. Okay, well, hearing no questions, let's kick it back to Wesley, our kind of call facilitator, and uh, let's get some feedback from from him and how we can go forward from here. Awesome. Thanks. Great job, guys. And Jacob, thank you for taking the time to do that with us. You're welcome. Thank you very much. I'll try Yeah. So... uh, what I noticed, Robert, was, was of course, a, a, what I would call a textbook integral intake. You were able to assess the different quadrants or perspectives of Jacob's meaning-making systems, uh, what he's relating to, how he's relating to himself, taking in other types of environmental factors and social uh, situations and influences. So. Uh, I was very easily able to follow along and notice that you were doing moving from an upper left assessment to a lower, excuse me, upper right assessment to a lower left assessment to a lower right assessment. And, of course, looking at Jacob's thoughts and emotions, then moving to his shared beliefs and ideals, then shifting gears to his acts in the world and then to his roles and status and types of uh, system that he's engaged with. So it was really easy to follow along, and it, it gave a pretty comprehensive picture. And uh, I think what you surprised me most was uh, quite rapid and um, astute evaluation there at the end. I wasn't expecting that so rapidly from you, and I felt like you really had the fingers on the pulse of, of uh, going through Jacob's journey and his discussion with you. And um, so I enjoyed that. That, uh, that summary that you were able to provide at the end. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, what do we, so now we've kind of gone through this demo um, of this history um, and also the integral assessment slash intake. Um, kind of what we would begin to formulate at this point is some of the interventions. And I mentioned a few examples of what we would do with Jacob, but um, we would start looking at like treatment modalities, if there was something significant there that required therapeutic work. So if Jacob had said to me that um, he was hearing voices or, you know, had some real deep depressions or real strong emotional issues, then we would start looking at more therapeutic type techniques. But given mm-hmm. his history and what you what he was willing to share with us so far, um, I would definitely lean more towards the coaching aspect. 
So less mm-hmm. about the um, those types of inter- interventions as much as building that connection skills. Um, the kind of work uh, in a lot of ways that you're doing with Silogia um, in some of your experiential um, courses, at least the ones I have been to in the past, you know, the ability to really connect with one other person, and then we would take them through the process of exploring that experience in its own way. So that's how I would look at it. Um, I'm going to throw it back to you. Um, How might you take him forward from here um, since your experiences, uh, both of him and of integral theory, are are different from mine. Yeah, absolutely. So I agree. Uh, I hear basic overall functioning and health uh, in a young person uh, when I when I hear that intake with Jacob. So um, obviously, I don't. I agree with you. We're not dealing with any kind of psychosis here. Uh, I don't think we're dealing with any kind of debilitating mania. I'm not hearing that his daily life is impacted in a way where he can't function or maintain healthy relationships, or he's certainly not a danger to himself or others. So he's a great candidate for forward focus intervention, which of course I think we're starting to call coaching these days. And um, I would simply be interested in some of those early core events and finding out what the charge might be what are the looping uncompleted thoughts and emotions he has uh, around certain types of bonds how that may may, uh, affect his attachment style what that might have to do with his uh, his trepidation for approaching people or sort of waiting and i would be very interested in using uh, some goal-oriented protocols um, giving him a skill set to build upon, and I'd also be interested in reducing the, the charge, um, the units of imports. Important he might have uh, stacked too much in one corner <laughs> uh, in terms of you know, how he shows up with other people. Um, and we have many, many different ways that we could go about reducing that charge, but in summary, it would all come down to immersing him into a very, very deep state of consciousness where he could reevaluate the original problem um, and in that deeper state of consciousness, very, very deep causal consciousness, um, the egoic mechanism doesn't quite have the same influential power it does when you're in gross waking consciousness. So by immersing Jacob into a guided protocol where he's able to tap into a deeper level of consciousness, he can make a, a more full uh, assessment of what's happening without the egoic fear creeping in and trying to protect itself. And we'd have him actually not only reevaluate the problem from that state of consciousness, but we'd also actually uh, test it by trying to uh, re, trying to find the right word here, to, to reignite the problem, uh, to see if we can reignite the charge around the problem and, most of the time when we go into a deep protocol like that, they aren't able any longer to feel the initial charge, which is to say that the thoughts, the emotions, the images, and the body sensations that would normally create a reactive, egoic retraction response in him would no longer be there. So I'd be interested in those types of protocols with him and just diminishing the overall charge he has so that he could go out and function in a more whole, 
embodied or actualized way that's more in alignment with his ideal self. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that can be a little bit difficult to follow sometimes uh, as you're explaining. Um, so I will, as your as your friend, I will always caution you to um, be wary of some jargon as we describe some of these things. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I know I know that most of us on this uh, live recording will understand what you're talking about. Yeah, it um, takes a little bit of integral background there to, to understand. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be here, of course, describing something for a really long time. But, uh, right. but in some way, wanted... we, would, we would change Jacob's consciousness and allow him to look at it from a much broader and deeper perspective where he could have more freedom uh, to choose what he wants to. Awesome. So if anybody wants to know more about where the jargon comes from, they can listen to some of our previous recordings where we cover a lot of the integral theory. Okay, well, um, my boss is waving at me, so I may have to leave before the one o'clock hour. Um, one thing That's I would totally ask. That's totally okay. I, maybe yeah, we before, can just use it as a we can use it as a segue, Robert. Um, that uh, yeah. on our next call, I'll actually be demonstrating that protocol or something similar to it, where actually the listeners and maybe even uh, another volunteer can follow along. Um, with the guided protocol. So we can actually have a discussion about what charges, what the elements of charge are, and actually give people a way to reduce that in a way that serves them in a more whole and healthy way. Absolutely, and that's where I was going to go when you jumped in to go there. So we're on the <laughs> same page. All right. Uh, fantastic. So um, let's do some last minute questions. If anybody has anything that they want to know more about, um, We'll take just a few moments and, and see what we can answer. If we hear nothing, then we will go ahead and end the call. I guess that does it. See, we're so clear and concise, everybody's got it. Right, it sure seems that way. Okay, well, thank you all very much for coming in and listening. Um, and we thank also those who are listening not live, but listen to the recordings after the fact. Um, we will be back here again uh, in a live session in about one month. So let's see, that would be uh, June 10th at 12 o'clock uh, Arizona Standard Time. That's 3 o'clock on the East Coast and 12 o'clock in California on June 10th. Thank you all Fantastic. again so very much. Thank you, Wesley, for leading the way, and uh, we'll see you all then. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Robert, and thank you, Jacob. You're welcome. All right, guys. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.